When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Binge Down TV uh, and our anime coverage finally returning. I'm trying to think the last anime thing we must have done was Attack on Titan. What season? The final season, part two. Which is, yeah, part two out of. I guess it was. Because three came out maybe like, but beginning of June. The final, final, hopefully part four comes out, what, later this year? Maybe like November-ish, October? Who I don't even know at this point. Um, so yeah, it's we've been talking about doing anime coverage forever. Uh, we're huge anime fans. We are particularly big One Piece fans. So we've been chatting a lot about doing One Piece like manga chapter discussions monthly. But now that there's the live-action Netflix show is coming down the pike, I think that will probably be the next thing we get into. In terms of One Piece, uh, obviously, we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen today. If you've read the title of either the podcast episode or a YouTube video, if you're watching our beautiful faces on YouTube, you'll also notice that this video style is not what we normally do. Usually, we're on Zoom, but we're actually all together for this because we've recently become addicted to Dungeons and Dragons, as you can see <laughs> with some of the materials on the yeah, on the table here so we're gonna play after this so that's why we're all together <laughs> so most episodes after this will probably be on zoom but it's just nice for us to be in person together um and i guess binge town housekeeping our our patriarch of the company jimmy would kill me if i don't say all of this so um we have been kind of doing separate feeds now lately so you've probably maybe found this if you're listening on our jujitsu kaizen individual feed uh, just to let you know, Benchtown TV is a podcast that does way more than just this. We've covered 75 shows. We're coming down on 400 episodes. So I would, if I were you and you like what you hear for the rest of this episode, go to our main Benchtown TV feed, subscribe to that, as well as subscribing to this. Then you'll be in the know of everything we do. I mean, shit, we just did. We just covered what? Season two of The Bear, Secret Invasion's going on right now, Cruel Summer silo on apple tv has been crushing it people love that show people loved our podcast coverage of it so i would definitely check out both of those things the witcher the witcher part one geez another part one of something <laughs> uh just wrapped up at the end of june and we wrapped up our coverage i guess what earlier this month part two comes back in july 27 so we'll be right back on the witcher train at the end of this month uh what one piece like i said end of august uh wheel of time starts in september so We'll be here. We've been doing this for three plus years. We'll probably keep doing it for three plus more. So if you like what you hear, please follow along with us. We also, also have give a us a like if you want more anime coverage yes. coming to the podcast. 
yeah, we're trying. We always say we're trying to do more. We're, we are trying to do more anime coverage. And the last thing I'll say is that we have kind of started to be more, uh, I guess, engaged with our Discord. So if you would like to kind of talk with us outside of the podcast and the comments on videos, we're fairly active in the Discord. There's seven of us at Bingetown. We all talk about different shows, all that kind of stuff. So anything that you like, we'll probably be talking about it in there. So I would probably best way is going to our Twitter and there's a link in our bio, which is at Bingetown TV. This is the longest intro we have ever done ever. So I'm going to stop. Five minutes. I'm going to stop talking about all of that stuff. And Jujutsu Kaisen season two, episode one. Somebody start talking. That's not me. Let me go because for our attack on Titan coverage, this is the recurring cast. So I'm Dave. Kyle's our host for this one. I was the host on Attack on Titan because I was a manga reader. Kyle is our host here. He's not as much of a manga reader as our third friend here, Alki. What's up? And so um, for my experience, I'm only a show watcher, no manga reading whatsoever. And got to say, season one kicked off with a bang, man. I'm happy this is back. Uh, obviously, I saw the movie as well when it came out in theaters. Season one blew me away. Did need a little bit of a recap since it's been a little bit since season one came out but season two started off so strong especially if we're getting into backstory about my favorite character on this show gojo so far <laughs> then of course i'm gonna love every second of it so those are my quick thoughts yeah um jujutsu kaisen has been one of my favorite mangas to read week by week and i was introduced to it by the anime it's usually the the way things go for me i mean i watch an anime i really like it and i can't wait so i ended up reading the manga um it's very it's a very detailed story in terms of the power scaling the intricacies of the powers and the lore also is pretty deep as well um it's certainly a more serious anime versus something like maybe demon slayer my hero uh, my hero it's not like very kiddish no like power of friendship mumbo jumbo which been annoying me with my hero cat my hero academia lately but overall the the story did kick off with a bang in season two here um you get to see a lot of our already well-known characters and you know hopefully we'll uncover a little bit of why the way they are now so Kyle, why don't you take us away, man? And before I do that, just to quickly address Dave's point about me not being as much of a manga reader, oh, yes. Alki and I, you're good. You can talk about me all you want. Uh, Alki and I have both read all of what we'll, what season two will cover. Yeah. So we will have read all of it. He is farther than I am. I kind of tailed He's been off. slacking, dude. I have been. I've been slacking in every, reading everything besides pretty much One Piece. Yeah, that's so. why you're you're the senpai. And I'm I know. Sensei. That's, where, that's where it's at at this point. So we will dive into episode one. Not a ton of things happen in this episode, but we'll try to break it down. And essentially, we'll talk about the mission at the start of the episode, and then we'll get into Gojo and Ghetto's relationship and their new mission at the end of the episode. So essentially, first half of the episode, we have Mei and Utahime. Utahime uh, are kind of on this mission to the previous president of Japan is what I got out of it. Um, he had killed himself. They kind of give us a nice little refresher on like cursed energy and how curses kind of come to be in this world. Everyone's just kind of afraid of the place. It has bad energy around it. Students have disappeared. So now these two, our two heroines, are going to the mansion to explore the house. Things become not as they seem. And then we get into a little bit of tomfoolery. So I, I would just completely open the floor to the whole mission, maybe up until Gojo and Ghetto show up. 
So like just anything you thought about May and Udahimi, um exploring the house and the kind of everything else. For me, it took me a second to remember who May was, especially with her yeah. hair not being like, like ponytailed in front of her face. Yeah. yeah. So I, like I saw her and I was like, she looks familiar and I had to look it up. Didn't get any spoilers, thankfully, from hitting up the Wikipedia, which was nice. That's but always so it's dangerous. Risky, it was, dude. I had to get the confirmation, but it was really cool seeing May in the past also still being a badass because there I do as much as we haven't really seen too much of her in season one, she's still led on to be a badass. And we definitely see it in the past with how she's mentoring uh, Udahime. And it was really cool seeing her. And I definitely like her character design in the past more than the stupid braid. In the present. She's a she's one of the strongest sorcerers. I mean, she's what a grade one, right? Correct. Yeah, and that is the highest, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. You're correct. Yeah. So, I mean, she's legit, you know, and, and, you know, we know now that in present time, Gojo is the strongest, quote unquote. So he says, and so people seem to believe, but, you know, right now he's only a second year and May is a great one sorcerer. So it's pretty cool just to see. You Let know. me lay it out too. That was the moment in episode one that I knew this was going to be my favorite character. He just shows up and he's like, don't worry, I'm the strongest. He's How cool do you not well. love that? <laughs> his design is so sweet. Like yeah. the white hair always his power, his power is so cool. And yeah, he has that like Kakashi trope, but he is a little bit more animated. He has yeah. better quips, I'd say. He's funny. Man. Yeah, he's, he's funny. funny and he's cool. He like resonates with the guys and the, the students and the, the the kids seem to look up to them to him as their sensei, not only because he is very strong, obviously, but he can relate to them a little bit. And he's been through the same experiences they have. So yeah. Yeah, I just like how I love uh May's character trait of that she just loves money. Yeah. It just yeah. continued the season one that was pretty much most of almost what we got about her character for the most point. We get it immediately as in her reintroduction in this episode, which I just love that little that little thread that runs through. Honestly, Alki, you have written down a lot of the differences. I'm sure anyone who read has read the manga, watched this episode, noticed some things had changed stylistically. Some choices were different. Um, in this scene, it was mostly that Udahime in the manga is the one who like figures out what's wrong with the barrier. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for addressing that because I was going to write that down. I was also thinking of just doing that all that at the end. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah. I mean, I just, it was something that I thought about because I, I just did it as well. I read the chapters afterwards. Was she by herself or was she? No, they, they were, together. were together. And I'll get in. I guess, do, should I just, just do go it into just it? Do it now, yeah. So, okay. So they were together, um, but it just cuts right into the looping hallway at mm -hmm. the start of the chapter. And basically, um, Udahima is like, I think it's overlapping. And I think if we run opposite directions, like it'll break. Mm -hmm. And that whole conversation of like, that's 90% correct, not 100%. Like, how do I get that 100%? That never happened. Yeah. And also the whole. I like that conversation. Yeah, too. it was good. It was like, she was like, oh, you like got 90% of the puzzle solved. You're like, what's the extra 10? And then she figures it out. Like, so, I mean, I'm going to cut you off a little bit really quickly. Okay, just okay. say like, it sounds like May, obviously, in the manga displayed her ability to abilities pretty well in this scene and i think even though she wasn't the one to maybe stop to uh, figure out what was wrong with the barrier they still did a good job at showing she has potential and is capable of being a good jujitsu sorcerer she, sorry you mean udahime or udahime sorry. yeah udahime yeah. sorry yeah yeah i mean it's not like a huge detail i think they just added it because they needed to fill a little bit of the episode like the the backstory in the manga chapters is not that many chapters yeah and i think it's you probably know? just to beef up may as a character yeah true yeah, just giving her a little bit more spotlight. 
so yeah and also that whole intro about like the the president and that like video clip of his family and all that 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 they never got into that that was just made up i literally when i went back to read the chapters it's like you said starts in the middle of like the barrier scene in the hallway and i was like what the fuck and then i went back and the chapter before that is may and uh and toto playing ping pong i was like what the fuck is this missing chapter and then i was like oh wait this is literally where it's the season break (laughs) yeah so as soon as this episode started i was like wait what the hell is this what the hell is this because like in some animes vinland saga for example there was a couple things in the recent season that confirmed a couple speculations people had online about mm-hmm. the manga that they never addressed. Yeah. So like I'm like what the hell is this but in reality when you do when you look it up a little bit it's just some creative they use their creative license a little bit just to beef some things up but it does not take away from the overall path of the story at all. Yeah. And I think for the rest of this episode once we get to a scene where there's like a noticeable difference like that more than welcome you to step in okay sounds good as like. working out the kinks guys you yeah know I mean? so before we get into our favorite character gojo showing back up i just want to discuss briefly the opening obviously we have a new opening a new song i wasn't in love with the song i just kind of wrote down that it'll probably grow on me but i don't love it and i said that the visuals in the second half of the opening i thought were very nice. so i'm glad we brought this up because i actually skipped it yeah I, smart. I tend to skip it because sometimes True. there's a lot of the times there's spoilers. So yeah. like no, every glad, time there was spoilers I was hoping, in this one. I was, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I was hoping on this podcast we could tell me if there were spoilers. There's spoilers. I mean there's Well, not... maybe just listen to it rather than just watch the scenes, but I feel like that always adds the extra mile to it. But yeah. I would say too, even in the first season, like the first two songs, I mean the outro definitely didn't like catch me like right away. What? Right away. Okay. And then a few more episodes go by and I'm like bopping. Yeah, they're fucking, breaking it down. In the the animation yeah, so it's maybe so it'll good. grow on you, but I have, yeah. I'll I'll listen to it, not watch it for the next pod. I liked it. It was like emo punk, right? I, I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Like I said, I think it'll grow on me. It's just at the start, I was like, okay. Well. Oh no, I didn't like it. It was like that. It was like <laughs> it was like that math rock shit that everybody likes. It's called math rock. Ah, we don't have to. That's interesting. That could be a whole other topic. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna start a music podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll we can talk about it more. We'll get a new opening, obviously, at some point because yeah, like, like halfway this, through, usually. yeah, this will yeah, like yeah. the backstory will fade away into like current time, and we'll get a new one. So then we can kind of maybe compare and contrast. So, okay. Now, moving back into the story itself, very quickly, we got um, the classic anime box of description on people. We learned that at this point in time, Gojo is a second-year student. Udihime is a second-grade sorcerer, and obviously, Mei is a, for- uh, a first-grade sorcerer. So, just immediately, as soon as Gojo shows up, obviously, the hijinks begin, and just the absolute tomfoolery. Him and Ghetto, it's so nice to see them friends. We had we learned obviously in season one that they had a past. We learned in the movie as well that they have a past. So it's interesting that we kind of smash cut into them like butting heads a little bit. It's almost it's not like Naruto and Sasuke, but it's kind of like it in the sense that like they're somewhat rivals and butting heads and stuff like that. So I'm just curious of Dave, you're like what you were thinking as they were just kind of popping up in this scene. So I'm going to be honest. It was, I guess, a little confusing because I think the the cold opening of the episode is ghetto, right? Is Very it true. Very yeah. True. So the, the cold opening is ghetto uh, just exercising a random demon that he sees in the streets, but he's going through this monologue explaining how um, basically he's sick of saving weak people mm-hmm. at the core of it, essentially. And then so we get that scene and then we get into pretty much where we're at now. And then we're talking and ghetto is clearly good. And he's talking about how he wants to save the weaker people. And that's what Jujutsu sorcerers do. 
So I think the contrast of how we cold open with him kind of towards the end of what I'm going to guess is going to be this flashback of him and Gojo having that showdown and looking at each other one final conversation and how we're now just kind of going into his nicer side before he becomes evil, which I just think he's a badass. I really like Ghetto as a person. I think even when we've seen him on the evil side, like he has a bit of a flair to him, like a little personality. He's funny. And we see that enhanced with Gojo's presence. And it was just really awesome scene. I love when they do the little like shitty cartoons. Dude, I was just going to bring it up. The the animation and the sound of him walking up the steps while they're having like a somewhat serious conversation and you slowly see his head and it just keeps becoming his body. Oh, I was just smiling you to hear. It's so funny. I love it. um, Definitely love Ghetto as a villain and as a character so far. Yeah. You have a little uh, compare and contrast for us? Yeah. um, So apparently, according to the wiki, Ghetto is actually considered the most popular among male characters, yeah, which is pretty interesting, interesting to, uh, to, to, you know, talk about most popular, it. like, but sexy time or I like, no, because it's kind of funny because then it says Suguru ranked 15th place in the manga's first character popularity poll. So it's just not clear. Like, I can see. I mean, he definitely falls in to my probably top three of characters on the yeah. show and i don't that know that makes sense so far is it like meta like in universe i don't know actually like so much actually um because apparently according to the first popularity poll number three is gojo actually, and then number 15 is ghetto which that doesn't make sense the first popularity poll probably took place like midway through the first like arc yeah of, it's usually pretty early yeah so, at that point you, you probably didn't know anything about ghetto but i, I would imagine yeah. his popularity has skyrocketed with the release of the movie and the yeah. end of the season yeah that makes sense to me all right so we basically very quickly just learned that they had been there for two days i only bring they as in may and udahime i only bring this up because like i said i enjoy the may's character trait of that she just loves money and she's like oh so it was two days worth of work so they just she's in her mind getting paid for much more than she did that gave me a little chuckle only real world could be like that just like yeah. wake up one day and just be like oh it's been three days i should get paid for this <laughs> yeah and it felt like you only worked four hours yeah so we go now we go back to school we just class i just i don't know Jujutsu kaisen just makes me laugh a lot so even though we talked about earlier that it's like very serious and dark it, it does make me laugh often we basically find out that it is um gojo Ghetto and a character named Shoko are like our is like their version of like the, the trio. trio. Yeah, the yeah. triple threat trio for them. They're getting yelled at because they didn't cast a veil when Gojo fucking blew up the whole mansion. <laughs> so now it's on the news and everything. And it, I just the principal is like, you know, whatever, like someone did this. And Gojo's like, well, I don't think we should point fingers. <laughs> and he's like, it was obviously you, you jackass. I mean, it's I funny don't... that the principal doesn't really get like a like he when he talks, people are always so quick to talk over him yeah. and just like brush him off as a sidekick. I think it's so funny that, that that's how they treat him. Um, In the anime episode, did Gojo blow up the mansion or did Udahime and Mei running in opposite directions shatter it? I thought it was like he she thought it was working as she was running, but it became way too big of an of an effect for okay. it to actually be them breaking it like that. And it right, was okay. Gojo just so like, you so I that. have I have in my in my notes that it was pretty obvious in the manga that like Gojo just blew yeah. it up. Like That's it wasn't really actually, up for debate. For me, I honestly took it as like Gojo didn't do anything. Exactly. That's how I interpreted it too while watching. But I 
when I um huh. rewatched and when I like read the manga chapter, it, it made a little more sense. Also, I don't know if it was clear in the anime, like the the worm coming out of the ground and then the other one was swallowing the whatever was yeah I so that, that was just ghetto swallowing the demon like i don't think they made that clear in the anime as well yeah. uh, that's why he's like so much he was mess. like okay don't swallow me. like i'll exercise it later like don't swallow or whatever he said okay because i had both those kind of thoughts were like running in my head like as we see the shot of the the demon kind of cop, come out of the ground and then it's like a huge earthworm that follows it yeah. and like you do see the face of the earthworm so I was that make that clear yeah. a lot for yeah. me. I think so, it was difficult in the anime that I feel like the subtitle came up, but he wasn't on the screen. Yes. So that's what confused me as well. Yeah. But in the manga, obviously, it's the bubble that's to him that says don't. Sw-. He's giving that instruction to, to his to his cursed spirit that, that he's. Yeah, yeah. So like, Ghetto, yeah. his power is pretty freaking wild. Yeah. And that's oh, like yeah. the whole in the whole monologue in the beginning is oh, essentially of like how almost his power has turned him. Like against, mean. yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved how you describe it. It was just like no one knows besides, like no one ever will know the yeah. feeling of eating a demon. It just tastes like puke and shit. And I was like, this is honestly like that's gross and sucks. But like, what a what an entrance for like if he's the only one that has this ability that already puts him in a tier of him like by himself. I am really excited to watch this arc get animated. So I can't wait to to watch more of Ghetto actually in action. And I will say, just to keep going, we're just kind of rambling now. But Alki is always like. Alki will tell us, you know, you got to read this, read this. But like JJK was always one that like he was cur- he was in the process of reading My Hero and he, we had always heard him, you know, vouch for My Hero. But then like JJK came in, he read it and he was like, forget everything I said about any other manga, <laughs> like reading JJK is great. So this is already implanted in for me, like the expectations of this season are going to be high and I fully expect them to be met. I have, I have to no say, um, while I did read past Kyle, I think Kyle put me on to JJK. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. You put me on a JJK. Yeah, so I remember. I can't, thank you, Dave, but I can't take all the credit there. <laughs> I remember all the bathroom breaks working at Hills Quality Seafood would just be consumed by reading JJK chapters. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would text about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah, for a while. It was just Cause I think book. I was like, you got to read Vagabond, right? Yeah. And yeah. I made you read that and I read JJK. Yeah. What a good deal that was. That was a good deal. <laughs> that's good a, good what shit. a solid deal that what a is. Solid fantasy trade. Yeah, that's probably the best deal in history I've ever heard of. All right, so now nah, the OG one was me and Luke swapping Naruto and One Piece in fifth grade. Okay, that's yeah. <laughs> that was the first domino. That's yeah. actually insane. Okay, so we're back at school, like I had just said, and we get into a scene where they're playing basketball in the gymnasium. Yeah, it didn't oh, happen. I think it was so cool. Yeah, and then Gojo and Ghetto kind of get into this like moral philosophical discussion about what it actually means to use jujitsu and be a sorcerer. Uh, just, I guess, Dave, maybe what are your thoughts on kind of that discussion between the two of them? I mean, it kind of draws on what I was talking about earlier. Like their personalities flipped almost to the extremes of the opposite. You know, yep. like Gojo is now pure. I guess you would say pure good in, in a sense, you know, he's fighting for the good. He realizes that he needs to teach the the younger generation to replace the older generation who is, you know, totally outdated and corrupt a little bit. And so Gojo does have those good intentions, whereas Ghetto has now separated himself from those, all those lines that he was saying in, while they were playing basketball about, you know, we have to protect the weak. Like it's uh, survival of the weakest, not strongest is what he says. Yeah. And I just was so interesting hearing that phrase. I feel like I've never heard. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. It definitely caught my ears. I was like, that sounds so weird hearing that. Yeah. Presented that way. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, really cool scene. I I was upset. I think G- ghetto takes a shot and he misses. And I'm like, that would 
<laughs> like if Ghetto were to fucking shoot a basketball, that thing is going that in. Bothered me, yeah, that <laughs> bothered me too. Yeah, too. Like both of them shot and, and missed. Gojo's made one in. I think he like maybe the first one missed. It was like a layup. Or he something. definitely but the, missed the, one. The second one, he like hurls yeah. at the basket. Yeah, and like off a off a bank too. It goes in. It's not even like a swish. They get into it too because Gojo obviously responds and he's his cocky classic self and kind of lobs an insult into Ghetto and then they start to square up a little bit. I knew it was gonna get interrupted. Yeah, I, I was so. You see like with... you see like the crack and yeah. like the eye and like the curse spirit oh. starts to come out a little bit. He's like, you want to take this outside? And it's like, oh, I had a quick moment of like, this is gonna happen, and yeah. then I was like, uh, yeah, that's not. Happening. And then classic, the um, the principal comes in, ruins our moment. <laughs> that we wanted to have so badly and essentially assigns the two of them a new mission. Very brief overview of this mission is that Tengen Sama, who we learned a little bit about in season one, but we kind of get a little bit of a re-education on him. Essentially, his power is it's a curse technique of immortality, not eternal youth. So every 500 years, he needs a new body to kind of stop himself from becoming like an, an elevated higher level of being. And things like that. So he personally requested Gojo and Ghetto to find what's called the Star Plasma Vessel, which is the body that he needs. And uh, the principal's a little wary about giving them this mission, but they do get assigned this obviously mission of high importance. I just want to say, I feel sorry. I'm just like Kyle speaks and you're going right into me. I'm sorry, but I, I just feel like they're this must be like the strongest like the jujitsu this jujitsu tech has ever been because like gojo in his second year with ghetto in his second year are handling a mission that should be held like that should be done by all these first grade sorcerers and like they're just giving it to students i don't know like they that class just reigns so much more supreme than like our current class right now well i mean yes and no because their opponent like the people who they're fighting against the the q group and the star Mm -hmm. vessel like all the strongest sorcerers are with Jujutsu High or with who that other faction yeah, from Kyoto. So, like, yeah. you know, they're not like fighting like as far as the we strongest, know. Strongest, yeah. yeah. As far as we know. So, and you know, you'd think somebody like Tangan, who clearly has been around for the block. I feel like there's might be an underlying reason why he picked them. You yeah, know there definitely I mean? has to be. Obviously, like again, they're they've shown themselves to be way ahead of their their time in terms of skill so i think he maybe just wants to polish those skills a little bit more yeah i think it's obviously just tang and putting respect on specifically gojo and ghetto yeah and i think that it's just i don't know he, the principal i'm in the manga he says i remember because i read the manga chapters right after i watched the show but he essentially says that like this is a mission that like the fate of society itself is resting on this so like don't fuck it up because ghetto says like all of the barriers for all of the jujitsu schools, like pretty much the whole like, jujitsu world it's, is like being sustained and held up by Tengen. Mm-hmm. And like if he became a threat to mankind because this doesn't all work out. Yeah, like that's going to be so fucked up. It's just so well, funny. now I'm already like in my head. I'm just like, I want Tengen to reach that point of like evolution <laughs> so I can see how actually like what he's actually capable of. Yeah. I mean, maybe later, later down the line, we'll see that like that'll be a storyline. But all I- one crisis at a time. All I'll say for those watching that don't read the manga, keep Tengen's name. Yeah, that was a name that I had to also kind of like, I didn't want to look too much into, but I wanted to make sure that was a character we had been alluded to. um, Basically, the when uh, Mahito and we are obviously just throwing out our own personal pronunciations of every (laughs) name. It's Mahito. Okay, yeah. So the goal of interrupting like the goodwill event, like the tournament battle thing was so they could get to 
like near Tengen and do something with oh, Tengen. Okay. I don't yeah. want to like speak any like more specific because I'll probably get it wrong, but that's kind of how we yes. know about Tengen okay. in season one. They yeah. were trying to break into the school. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, one thing I'm going to jump back a little bit on because you had brought what was her the third character in the trio? Shoko. Shoko. Uh, just looked identical to Maki. Like <laughs> legitimately, like I that just can't be a red herring. I just there's a there's something there. Obviously, I just want to put that in the in the board. Maybe yeah yeah. And we don't get a ton of her. We get the fact that she leaves when she knows. Obviously that uh, Ghetto and Cho, I, I must want him show you. <laughs> he not of the goat. Um, Gojo are about to fight. She kind of runs away. So I don't know if you realize this. Shoko's the doctor. Shoko's oh, the yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, now. So it's not really no. It's, it's not, not really. So much. it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they might have just drawn her. In it's my really... opinion, in the manga, she's she looks similar to Nobara, but she doesn't look as closely. She doesn't look identical to her the way she does in the anime. I think it's probably just a representation of like, yeah, like the trio. Trio, yeah, because exactly, kind of like, uh, you know, Tsunade, the, yeah, parallel, Jiraiya, Orochimaru going into yeah, yeah. Even though those three look nothing think, yeah, like yeah, Naruto, yeah. in terms of maybe like yeah, you know, no. stage ability. I know what you mean. Like no. I know what you. But mean. um, the basketball scene didn't happen in the manga. Yeah, it was just. Uh, but the conversation kind of did happen. The conversation happens. They're just sitting yeah. at a table. I'm so it's interested, like the same classroom. So interested to know why they chose them to go to the auditorium and play basketball. It must be to like just reach the younger audience. Like the scene would just be more like yeah. people would be more caught off by them playing a sport that they recognize rather than just sitting at a table. I yeah. think it's just I don't know. It's just try to be more. I, I mean, I already catching. Like it. Honestly, yeah, it's just now that eye catching. I'm thinking about it. It's really, I think, just like a metaphor for the competition between the two of them. Yeah, okay. that too. There you, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. kind of just like the. It's putting that idea in your head more well, so, not, obviously, than them just sitting at chairs next to each other. Like they're no stranger right. to sports, though. I mean, episode one. Uh, they, they play baseball. No, he's like. Uh, <laughs> that's that's like the the ending of the. He's like a track star, you know? He's a runner. He's a track yeah, star. Yeah, he's like, he's like shot in, yeah. Shot put. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. All right. So now we kind of get into, we've got the mission. Now it is Gojo and Ghetto going to the Star Plasma vessel, I guess her apartment, you could say. This one, we don't know it's a her, but obviously now that we've watched the episode, we know it's a her. They're discussing the two groups that are also after her that the principal informed them about. We get Curse User Group Q and the Time Vessel Association. Gojo obviously is just completely in the dark about everything. So Ghetto naturally has to inform him that the curse user group Q has curse users that have jujitsu sorcerers. While the Time Vessel Association is more of a religious group, they don't really have to worry about them because they don't have any sorcerers with them. What side hates <laughs> Tangan? Do they both hate Tangan or one side? No. Is no, it a religious both... group? No, the religious group likes they Tangan because him. they think he's a god. The yeah. other group is like. Other group sees him as a useful opportunity to like upheaval like create upheaval in the jujitsu world okay right. the time vessel people want to keep him pure they don't want him to get absorbing, a new body. yeah like people who they don't see as worthy yeah well i body. think they it's more like they want to keep tengen the way he is yeah. now oh, okay. that's the, like deity. the perfect form. yeah and that's yeah. a deity yeah. they yeah worship okay. not not this uh Girl. yeah pop, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. It is. basically yeah. like i guess they're probably not as much in the know of that he does this every 500 years Mm-hmm. I think maybe this, right, like exactly. the first time this organization's been around, yeah. they're hearing of this and they're like, "Oh my god, no!" Tengen. Exactly. Like the only the only Tengen they know is quote unquote this one. Yeah. So they don't want to like 
They don't want him to go. They th- they're Impure. interpreting it as like he's leaving or going somewhere, yeah, like changing. changing. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Whoa. <laughs> Look at that wavelength, bro. That's that vagabond JJK wavelength. All right. So Ghetto kind of just keeps talking, tells Gojo what we all know and love about Gojo is probably going to be a little bit of an issue at this point in his life. That he's Definitely. just a he's just kind of a gung ho guy. Doesn't really care what he says. That obviously is just like a little seed more of their relationship. But then we get get Ghetto. Their names are so similar. I'm like, I'm fighting for my life over here. That's the point. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's a good point. You know, it's like to be their antithesis. They're an antithesis of each other, you know? I like it. And like Dave said, they kind of do have that morality flop a little bit as that we know about. Obviously, now that we've kind of experienced in this episode, we're now kind of anticipating that event will happen. When will it happen? What would it look like? Obviously, I think that's the the major hook for this part of uh, the season. And the kind of ending of this episode is that we get an explosion in the apartment. Ghetto's a beast, saves himself, also saves the vessel. And then they kind of have a little bit of a square off. Each Ghetto squares off against the guy that was in the apartment, whose name I did not write down. And then Gojo. On the, I, they're about to be dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next I don't know if anyway. need to care about them so much. <laughs> Gojo then has a little bit of a square up with actually the guy's name was Bayer, who throws all the knives at Gojo. He was a cool seeming character but again like they just uh, this back my... turn, he freezes the knife yeah. like this is gonna, he's, he's so... gonna work this dude <laughs> cool yeah it's just not even gonna be close I'm, I'm sure it'll be like a the battle will be really well animated but i just imagine gojo and ghetto walking out here almost unscathed so um just i know where you're going to i just want to say the uh where they were on the phone in the in the anime in the manga. They were just both talking at the vending machine, and that explosion happened, and they both saw it instead of like Ghetto being right in front of the door when it happened. Yeah, again, I just would love to be in the room of just like like what the reasoning yeah. for something like that. Like that one seems a little bit more. I don't know. You know what? When you when you watch just keep um, it fresh, I guess maybe. Yeah, keep it fresh. Uh, again, like to. Ex- we already know Gojo can do shit like that. Maybe to show like Ghetto's capable, like evading yeah. an explosion. Yeah. Um. Not to mention the movie. There were some. I'm not. I don't have them written down, but there were subtle differences between like Chapter Zero yeah. and the movie that came out about Yuta. Like you know, and I I think it probably happens often in manga and anime. It's just that now for Attack on Titan and for now Jujutsu Kaisen, which we're reviewing as we speak. Like we're catching them because we're trying to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. So, yeah, it's just a fun note. But that's all. I just that's pretty much it in terms of the discrepancies, though. Yeah. The burning question is going to be, I think, the one biggest question this episode leaves us with is, is that guy going to cry and apologize or is Gojo going to kill him? He's crying and apologize. You think he's going to cry and apologize? Yeah, I think he's crying and apologize. (laughs) All right. There's a bigger question. Now that we've got Dave's prediction on the board, we get the final scene. Where we have the star religious group, which I have written down differently from the Time Vessel Association. Not sure why I did that. Seems to be the same. No, because I think in the manga it's the star. Okay, that's funny. I guess I <laughs> I started I taking some, I a little bit of manga notes to be honest. Yeah, but essentially it just kind of flips Gojo. I mean, Ghetto rather's comment that they don't need to worry about them on its head, and that they're basically hiring someone to do the work for them. They call him Zenin at the start. He says no. I took my wife's name. It's Fushiguro now, and he'll take the job. And that's it. That's the episode. Manga readers are Alki's reaction with that shoo, and you get a little bit of chills at the end of that. But dude, yo, <laughs> you, so, you, I, Dave, you're gonna fucking jizz. Yeah. You're gonna love so, this guy. I don't know this guy, but I kind of know him because 
these guys know that my favorite anime trope is just like strong arrogant cocky people i guess and like <laughs> yeah, they got introduced love- when they, i even remember a couple of years ago when you guys got introduced to him reading jjk you guys were like dude this yeah. guy fujigoro like you're gonna when you meet him like this is why you should read the manga. dude seriously and i don't know how he fares against like power scaling across all anime mm-hmm. or manga but dude he in this he's really fun you're gonna love his power his his like thing it's yeah you're gonna already it's know so good guess guess know. what do you think it is <laughs> no guess Come on. that's a tough is question it, well okay Bro, it's a little D warm-up <laughs> create the character <laughs> i don't want to say anything because i know a detail uh, okay. that i don't want our oh, all right. listeners to yeah all right so. fine all right um, you're a little in the know you're a little in the know like i know a little bit about him unfortunately not unfortunately right. because it's so right. little but I'm, i thought you knew nothing i'm no harm, no i only know one thing we'll talk about right. off pod okay, not like okay, that okay. big of a deal no harm, no so they call it star religious group known as a time vessel association oh, okay which, so whatever is so i'm not an idiot yeah okay <laughs> they probably were swapping it too in the in the anime yeah yeah, yeah. all right we're good all so, i hope is that they just uh Gojo and Ghetto just wipe the floor with these guys. This Fujigoro guy comes in and is just like, all right, now you're dealing with me. And then we just get a clean fucking fight of Gojo maybe getting his ass kicked by this guy. Who knows? Interesting because, um, you know, they were discrediting the Time Vessel Association and they have something up their sleeve. Okay, just so clarify me on they were hiring the Time Vessel Group Association is hiring him to basically make sure that their plan is going through yeah so basically like when ghetto says earlier like they don't need to worry about them because they don't have any sorcerers they're hiring this guy essentially to be their muscle got it to get rid of the star plasma vessel got it yeah that's kind of all you really need to know at the end of this like i said at kind of the the top not a and like not a metric ton of things happen it's a good reintroduction to our characters for the most part we get a little bit of a flashback obviously things will heat up um we'll be back covering every single episode oh i didn't listen to the outro either it's okay we'll talk about we can talk about it yeah we can even just talk about it when we get a new one and we'll talk about the old one and the new one doesn't really matter um so yeah that's gonna be it for me i don't have any lasting comments alki if you have anything you want to to bring up towards the end just um i think it's cool you get a, a glimpse of cursed curse users outside of the school you know because they hinted at it obviously mahito and whatever that group like they're they're not associated they're not um what is the word from like there's an official term the people that are with the school are an official term and then people that are not with the school are curse users oh you're okay i know what you're talking about i don't know off the top of my head they're not like witches like yeah you're saying they're they have abilities but they're they don't go to the school, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. they bring it up too in the first season for sure. And obviously it's a thing in the manga. Okay, but... Jujutsu Jujutsu Sorcerer is okay. like when they're affiliated with an official organization like the schools, and then a curse user is somebody's rogue. Okay. So you see curse like the okay. yeah, the curse users are rogue. So you see, like there are people who are not with the school, like kind of like in magicians, how there were the you know, um all the all the people except for uh what's her name the, the main woman yeah okay. yeah well at the beginning julia is a part of the julia <laughs> Julia. yeah we yeah, got we got our we got our key tattoos all of the above yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah so it's like that it's kind of cool and yep. uh, also i have one thing to add i know your intro went pretty long but i think the reason we weren't all together was because you didn't live in philly yet bro 
and now you do. Oh shit! So welcome to the hood. Was that really what was going on when yeah. we did it back? Oh so you shit! Would, you would come over for Sundays for football, and we were oh, sometimes, yeah. but you would leave. Good times, classic. Yeah. classic. We've operated. We're men now. Yeah. <laughs> we live in the yeah. city. About when the Attack on Titan came out before you moved here, because yeah. you just moved here this past fall. Yeah, I appreciate you doxing me. Um. Oh shit! I'm <laughs> just kidding. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dave. Any parting shots? I feel like I had one thing, but it's clearly not important. If I don't remember it, just happy to be yeah. here. We'll bring it up. I just remembered one that I have, even. I literally just said I don't have any is that the animation is clearly a little different they've done some interesting things I think with the background of things sometimes they're really like when Udihime went in the room Mm -hmm. and like the the bed was it looked like a like a like a like a painting in a weird way Mm -hmm. it was like very smooth and then like her was very sharp I think the characters looked good consistently the background itself was a little wonky at times but in my opinion I'm not someone that like cares so much about that. I know the story is going to bang and the fights are going to be amazing. So I'm not really worried about it. It just felt like would be wrong if we didn't mention the animation. That was yeah. actually what I wanted to, to bring oh, up. So nice. I'm glad you, you mentioned yeah. it because I think we were people mostly had a negative feeling towards it based off what I saw. But I honestly, I've seen when animation gets shitty. Like, I don't know if how many of these people have listened to Black Clover or watched Black Clover, but. Like that was like decent animation for a while. And then there was like this major fight that happens and it's just like completely shot, like almost like the Naruto pain fight a little bit, but like even worse to a worse extent. Okay. That's wild. But here it's like, you can tell it's like a little, it's just, it's fluid, I guess. I don't know. It just feels like they're like more loose, but I liked it. It still didn't bother me. I think blurred lines almost. And I will say too, I feel like in my experience too, also with these newer animes, sometimes these, some moments are a little bit less animated, but they save those better animated moments for yeah. like the fights. Like the, I'm, I'm sure the that. fights will be clear, crystal clear, look great. Whereas these moments where they're walking, I could care less if they. Maybe you know, it's because it's a background. Maybe it's because it's a. And it also could have been a stylistic choice in, choice in the sense that like we want to make it feel like, you know, tense a little bit. You yeah. Know? Like it was supposed to be a haunted house. It felt like that a little bit with how they animated. I didn't even want to bring it up because people online are like a piss about it. But I think I worrying think about just, they're that. They're watching yeah. too much Demon Slayer. Like, worried about. Uh, <laughs> put it on the board. <laughs> worrying yeah. about that. I don't mind. I don't want it to take away. It doesn't take away from the story at all. So it's nope. like no point even, you know. No. So. All right. That's going to wrap the first episode of season two Jujutsu Kaisen coverage. Obviously, our intro was long as fuck, so I'll keep the outro short as fuck. If you stayed this long, we appreciate you. If you want to keep listening, obviously, the best way is to just subscribe, whatever you're listening on. Um, Bingetown TV, at Bingetown TV, rather, is us on Twitter and Instagram. I mentioned the Discord earlier. Yada, yada, yada. We'll be here every episode. So apparently... Maybe this... not here. Yeah, here? true, true. We'll be in your ears and in your eyeballs every episode. Um I think the season's supposed to go pretty long. I know there's like a little bit of a weird little break at like the end of August. Classic. Start of September type of area. Season one was 24 or so. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like planned as like a season one recap episode and then a season two recap episode, which feels like maybe we won't cover those, but maybe we'll take a hiatus. But we'll be back pretty much every actual episode that's here. We're going to cover it. So thanks for listening and uh, stick around. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 